Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Spring is in the air. You've got another, another practice here. Spring practice number eight for Nebraska. Nick Sander was out there taking pictures this morning. We'll kind of maybe hear from the Husker coaches later on, see uh, what we saw from today. But a little bit to break down there. Of course, the NCAA championship game last night. San Diego State's vibe for a national title comes up a little bit short. Um, but their head coach did no- say something post-game that I thought was interesting uh, that we can jump into. That and uh, Travis Kelsey has a music festival that he's going to host. Uh, kind of surprised to see that. The Kelsey Jam is what it's called. It's going to be during NFL Draft Week. And, of course, the NFL Draft in Kansas City. So it could be a short drive uh, for some of us. If you, if you want to go to Kelsey Jam, the event will feature performances by Machine Gun Kelly, Rick Ross, uh, as well as uh, Tech Nine, Kansas City rap legend uh, Rico. Any interest in going to Travis Kelsey's music festival? I have never been to a music festival, and I don't think Travis Kelsey's will be my first. <laughs> I think that'd be a good way to break you in. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I'm I, do, sure, okay. How do, do do you go to a smaller music festival to kind of get the lay of the land, or you just jump right into Lollapalooza or something? Just jump right in. The only music festival I've ever been was in Las Vegas at the Motor Speedway. Uh, it's for EDC, and there's like two hundred fifty thousand people there throughout like the three nights yeah. or whatever. But yeah, is that do I just jump right jump in? Jump right in. Yeah, go right into go right into something wild like yeah. that. Yeah, that way, that way. Well, I guess I've been to you know Lincoln has their uh, their music festival now. The Lincoln Calling? I the think Lincoln is what it's called. Music I've been to that one. Yeah, <laughs> the Lincoln Music Festival. Just keep it simple. <laughs> yeah, uh, but as far as uh, I, I want to see how you know how big this gets, I, I don't. I don't envision 15 years after Travis Kelsey retires, there will still be a, the Travis uh, Kelsey a, a Music Kelsey Festival. Jam. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. The, how, the, how long is this going to last? The what is it? The week before the weekend of the NFL draft? When yeah, is it, it is of the week. The weekend of the NFL draft. I think. Yeah. So. Is he just going to do that? The Travis Kelsey Music Festival follows the NFL draft. <laughs> Wherever the draft is, that's where the music festival is. It's not a bad idea, and I, I bet you know the cameras will be down there. It's is during it? the draft weekend, um, so you know you're kind of thinking. Usually they do first round, second round, Thursday, Friday. So yeah. probably into the um, you know later rounds. Is it going to be warm enough? That's a good question. It's in Kansas you, you City. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I like. Uh, I like some music as much as the next guy. I'm not. I don't think uh, Machine Gun Kelly and, and Machine Gun Kelly doesn't do it for you. That's not my thing. Oh, Actually, man. the last car I bought um, came with the Machine Gun Kelly CD in it, and did you like it's it? It's a tough listen. Did you it's, listen it's, to the it's, whole thing? It's, it's hard. I tried. I front gave to it a back, shot. and you were like, you know what? Yeah. This is for me. Well, this it is was what like, I like his. Uh, it was like his because he's a rapper. It was like his rock. Like you know some. Lil Wayne even did that. You just do like a little rock yeah, album. rap rock. Yeah, and it was terrible. I I couldn't listen to it. It's still <laughs> in my car because I don't I don't have. Do you have a CD player in your car? I do. do I do. You play CDs? Uh, from time to time. Yeah, mostly yeah. mostly we have the Encanto CD, and Ellie likes it. So oh, that's yeah. kind of you know kids, I for kids say. stuff. Yeah. We'll do that. But uh, 
I have some CDs from when I was in college. Like I just bought some, and I just thought that it was. I, I didn't want to download music on my phone because yeah. I was like, I had have too much. I don't have enough space for the music as well, so I'll just get CDs, and it's okay. Like it's the same thing. Um, so I still have a couple of those in my car, and I'll listen to them. We have a uh, two Eminem albums. I don't even know which one. The Slim Shady, the Slim Shady LP, and uh, something else that we have in 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 Rachel's car. But so. the kids can't listen to that. No, one. the kids do not listen to that one. <laughs> oh, that okay, is uh, a yeah. that is a hard pass on that one. <laughs> See, I I used to collect. Or CDs. should I let the kids listen to it? No, no. Should no, I let no. the kids listen to some Eminem? I don't think some so. old school Eminem. No, I don't think so. Are we sure? Uh, well, it's up listen to you. To You're the parent. I, I'll never get in the way of somebody parenting <laughs> their own kids. I, I want my kids to know. <laughs> <laughs> this was what real rap music. Know was your like. rap history. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I had CDs. I collected CDs back in the day. I still have a booklet, you know, the booklets and all that stuff, and like a bag downstairs. I obviously stopped collecting at some point, mm-hmm. and now I obviously also don't use my CD player in my car, and I'm wondering when they're going to take those out because, you know, you can just plug your phone in and listen to whatever you want to. Well, you don't okay have to then. listen to, you know, CDs. I was going to keep that. Oh, Terrell, took, <laughs> Terrell came back to get his yeah, jacket. I was going to keep Terrell's jacket, but he took it already, so I guess he can keep it. Whatever. Well, I wanted to open with this, Rico. I wanted to ask you about this. Brian Dutcher, of course, San Diego State uh, head coach, came up short last night, um, and so congratulations to UConn. Um, they're, they're, what they did with their fifth title since 99 uh, has its own discussion with it, and we can get to that in a second. But uh, Brian Dutcher says San Diego State and FAU were proof you don't need millions in NIL to win uh, with a big tournament like this, the NCAA tournament, it, you know, it's not going to be filled with teams with a, an abundance of NIL, uh, and it's special for those teams to make the run. Do you agree with that? Do you see that going into the future? Because it's kind of directly um, um, combating what Charles Barkley said just oh, maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, where he was saying the future of the sport is just going to be the NIL dominant teams are mm-hmm. going to be the teams that that you know cut down the nets in the end. Look, it's. It, it's been proven before NIL that the the most dominant teams, the teams with the most talent, don't always win, and that's been proven with Duke year in and year out, or Kentucky year in yeah. and year out. They'll get the that year they that, already have they, recruiting. Yeah, advantage. that year that Duke had the top three recruits in the nation on the same team, they lost in the Sweet Sixteen. Mm. Kentucky's done it year in and year out, getting at least three of the top fifty players in the country to go to Kentucky. And they barely win the national championship. I mean, this year they they had a down year for Kentucky standards, which is still a pretty good year for other schools. But you know they were they weren't a very high seed this year in the tournament, and they didn't make it to the Sweet Sixteen or the well, I don't remember when they got eliminated, but they didn't make it to the Elite Eight. I can yeah. say that. Um, so most of those Kentucky teams, the John Wall, Demarcus Cousins, exactly. Yeah, like how many win. of the how many of those Kentucky teams with players that you can name, players in the NBA or or that were in the NBA and had pretty good careers in the NBA didn't win national titles. Like, Anthony Davis won a national title. Carl Anthony Towns didn't. John yeah. Wall, I don't think John Wall did. No. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, like, those guys, they didn't win national titles. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a little bit different with NIL because you might be able to get maybe a, a couple more uh, talented players. But even then, that's going to be a lot of money that you're shelling out. And you still have to worry about the the – synergy of the team everybody has to get along everybody has to uh complement each other on the court so even if you're out there getting all of the top players it doesn't mean that your team is going to play as well together as a fau or as a san diego state did or even look uconn is is a i are they a blue blood i don't that's a discussion yeah, we can have yeah. later well just uconn's a blue blood yeah. but even then i don't know if this is an nil heavy team like uh, adama sonogo 
was his, his fourth year at, at UConn. I wouldn't say that he was a, a guy that was um, NIL driven to go to UConn. Uh, so UConn winning the national title isn't like the same as if a Kentucky in this this day and age won the national title or a Duke or a North Carolina or a Kansas. Those teams that you know have the money and are going to pour all of it into basketball. Like UConn is going to pour a lot of money into basketball, but I feel like the women's basketball team is going to get a, a yeah. decent chunk of change as well. So um, I, I do believe, I, I kind of agree that NIL is going to change the game but I don't think it's going to be as drastic as people are, are maybe worried about it being because these teams that have been dominant for so long, I mean, we we don't know it, but we all know that it was already some type of NIL dealings going on with a lot of these teams. So now it's just going to be out in the open and it's going to be the ability to do it legally. I, I don't think it's going to change things very much. You're still going to have your upsets. You're still going to have your Cinderella stories. Um, maybe you get less and less uh, teams winning national titles in, in less and less teams that aren't NIL heavy winning national titles, but that's already how it was. Yeah, there's there already is the haves and the have-nots, and I and, and for what it's worth, I think that that's what makes college sports kind of separates it from professional sports, right? We all talk about parity and wanting everything to be equal, but I don't think you really want that in a field of a hundred you know plus teams. Obviously, in college basketball, like three hundred plus teams, you don't want everybody on the same playing field. Mm -hmm. That's what makes this tournament special. Is when you get the upsets, when you get the St. Peter's um, somehow basically coming out of a broom closet. And knocking off the top teams—that's what—that's what makes the event special to mm. me. Um, I don't think it's going to change. I, I like, like I'm, I'm with you. I'm with San Diego State's head coach here. Um, is that you? You? It, it's still th that element of surprise um, is still going to be there in. Um, and it, it really is, I, I think, to your point, it, this has already been going on. This is mm -hmm. recruiting. Uh, you know, the, the, their top teams have been getting the top players. Um, if you can shell out more money, that's another uh, another deal to it. But it's not going to change. It's, there's not more available top players for yeah. them to get. There's only a certain <laughs> amount uh, that you can do. And, and those teams don't always win the championship. So um, I agree with you there. Um, you mentioned UConn, their win last night. Um, for what it's worth, they're the favorite to win next year's NCAA tournament now from Caesars Sportsbook. Oh. Um, how much do you look into that? I don't know. North, Carol I don't even North know Carolina was preseason number one yeah. last year. I don't even know uh, who's going to be on UConn's team next year. I don't know who the right. seniors are or anything yeah. like that. And also, another thing before we get on to that is this year and the, the la and last year and, and what have you for, I don't know, maybe another year or two, um, some of these smaller schools are benefiting from the the COVID epidemic. And nobody's benefiting from it, but um, benefiting from the fact that COVID gave everybody an extra year. Those top teams are still out trying to get those those um, top tier players. So you have guys on those teams who, you know, maybe they are good, but they're not good enough to, to beat out a guy who's, you know, three years younger than he is, who, who fresher legs, more spry and all this. Um, so those guys, those top tier players that maybe didn't get as many minutes or are going to lose their minutes to younger guys, are transferring to smaller schools to get a chance to to shine and get a chance to um, put their names back into the spotlight. So these smaller schools, you know, maybe not a fairly Dickinson or a, or a, um, who was the other school this year that was like super tiny, uh, maybe an FAU. I don't know um, that were that you know got some upsets this year. Maybe not in the future will will these things happen. Maybe you'll see less of those. Um, less upsets in March Madness. You'll still have a couple, but those top-tier players who are transferring out of those blue-blood schools to get more playing time, that is a direct result of um, the COVID epidemic giving everybody an extra year and the transfer portals, you know, 
it's not the beginning of the transfer portal. It's just the fact that it's been given a name and it's easier to access players or easier to to see who's in the portal. Um, but th- that being in its beginning stages, and again, I still think it's all going to even out. NIL in the future isn't going to be, you know, Nigel Pack getting however much he got from a Miami booster who, by the way, I think he's like filing for bankruptcy or something like that. So that's going to be um, something all on its own. Yeah. Um, sorry, our lights just flashed. That was <laughs> yeah. terrifying for a second. Um, where was I? I don't know. It, it's <laughs> it's all gonna even out. You might have less upsets once these like sixth and seventh year seniors uh, end up graduating or declaring for the draft or going overseas to play professionally. Um, but I still believe that that the NIL landscape um is going to to even out and you're not going to have million dollar deals for players yeah i i i mean in basketball i could see it maybe more so in football with kind of like the major names i mean you have to think if a zion williams or you know someone like that was coming out at that time um th- that's going to draw a lot of interest right now Bronny james i mean that you don't have to yeah. you don't look at maybe examples Bronny james uh is valued way ahead of even arch manning mm-hmm. uh who's Kind of in the same camp on the football side. How much do you think Victor Wembanyama would be making if he was in college? Mm. If he didn't go to the G League, if he would have—I know he's from France—but if he would have came over here and went to college for a year and didn't go to the G League, yeah, how much do you think he'd be making? He'd be making more than he is in the G League. Yeah, I think it's—I think it would be in the millions. <laughs> I mean, it, it might be. I'm not really sure, um, but that—that uh, that would be pretty crazy. We'll see. How, again, uh, we don't really have guardrails on all this. I, we, we're thinking in the future. You might, you know, might start to institute some of those, but uh, we'll just kind of see how it plays out. This is uh, this is just kind of the the way it all works out when the NCAA just one day says, ah, never mind, we're going to start a battle. Go ahead, do whatever you want. Yep. And now whatever you want is is happening. <laughs> we're like, uh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, UConn again rises up to to win the championship. Uh, we can talk a little bit about this too um, in comparison. Like, what does UConn basketball have that Nebraska basketball doesn't? Um, there are there are a lot of things, right, <laughs> as far as wins and stuff. But when you think about it, like 1999 is a good building point, not just from Nebraska football and their, national, their conference championship, but Nebraska basketball has made one conference, one NCAA tournament appearance. And in that same time, UConn's won five national championships with three <laughs> different head coaches in two different conferences. What is so much better about Storrs, Connecticut than Lincoln, Nebraska? Maybe we could jump into that a little bit. Uh, Also, some Husker football talk coming next year on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket.